Welcome to the Make That Money Honey podcast. I'm your host, Sandra Joe, and each week I will be bringing you a combination of interviews and solo episodes with industry leaders in finance, entrepreneurship, and women in business. As a former certified financial planner turned financial coach and entrepreneur, I will be sharing my knowledge on how to have better conversations about money within your marriage, relationships, and family dynamics. I will also be teaching fundamental financial literacy about all of the topics that you wish you learned in school. This podcast will get you to think outside the box, create more abundance in your life, and improve your money mindset. So make sure to follow and tune in weekly, and it would mean the world to me if you shared these episodes with a friend and left me a five-star review. Welcome back for another episode of the Make That Money Honey podcast. Today, I'm just going to give you a little bit of a Mexico trip recap. If you've been following me on social media, you would have seen that I was recently in Mexico. And just full disclosure, I will be self-editing this podcast because I was super procrastinating before I left and didn't order, didn't record enough podcast episodes um, before I left. So it is on me to do this one. And I usually have a podcast company that edits for me. So I just wanted to give you a little bit of a background about my Mexico trip and just some of the epiphanies that I had while I was away. And one of them in particular was that I found it actually really hard to relax. I haven't been on a holiday since December, 2019 when I was last in Thailand. And I know that, you know, the world hasn't been traveling and all of that, but I put all this pressure on myself to work hard, work hard, work hard. And then I, got so in the zone with work that by the time I actually got down to Mexico, it took me a while before I could even relax. And I feel like I had had to cram so many activities and things into one short trip. I mean, it was 10 days, but I felt like I had to do so much and see so many people and go and try all these cool restaurants and go to the beach and all this. And I feel like I even came back more stressed than I left because it wasn't relaxing. You know, I was trying to do too much and it's really hard sometimes to turn our brain off. And when we go on vacation, we can go into this sort of self-deprivating spiral with getting ready to go and packing and making sure you have all the right things and making sure you're not missing anything. A lot of people procrastinate and pack at the very last second and then they get away on holidays and they realize they didn't bring nearly the right stuff, which was totally me. I packed like four days in advance. And then when I got down there, I realized all the clothes that I had were for the beach and not for Mexico City. So I ended up buying a couple things, but that's just life, I guess. I'm, you know, next time I'll make a list. I say that every time, but I don't. Um, And when I got away down to Mexico, I realized, so first a little bit of backstory about why Mexico. I used to live down there in 2011 and 2012, and I moved down originally to study Spanish. I lived in Playa del Carmen for about eight months, and then I lived in Mexico City for just over a year. I was going to a university in Mexico City, UNAM, which is the largest university in all of Latin America. It's about 500,000 students. And I did a Spanish for foreigners program. So I wanted to go back and I wanted to 
see the city and visit all my friends and just like relive it because it's such an amazing place. Mexico City is one of my favorite places in the world. The food there is amazing. The people are so much fun. It's very international. Uh, There's people from all around the world and the nightlife is incredible. And the nightlife in Vancouver, where I live, Vancouver, Canada, really sucks. (laughs) And I feel like after COVID, I just wanted to go out and party and I just wanted to have some fun and let loose. And when I got down there, I realized, A, I was thinking that in my head before I left, the grass is always greener on the other side, right? Like we think, oh, I want to get out of Vancouver, Canada. I want to go down to Mexico and travel and do all these cool things and whatever. Um, And I was really missing this time of my life where I was down there and having so much fun. But I was also in my early 20s, like mid 20s. And now I'm in my mid thirties and it's a totally different vibe because when I was down there, when I was in my mid twenties, all I wanted to do was party and go out every night. My stamina was crazy. I could go out five nights in a row and not be hungover or tired or anything. And then in your thirties, your priorities have completely changed. And this epiphany that I had was that we get attached to this old version of ourself that we feel like we lost ourselves. You know, oh, we used to be like this. We used to be so much fun. We used to go out and do all this cool stuff. And then our priorities change. And whether you get into a serious relationship, get married, have children, start a business, whatever, your priorities start to change as you get older. But for some reason, we have this FOMO of our youth that we want to get back and that we want to relive. And that was exactly what was happening with me. I felt like I needed to go back to Mexico. I felt like I needed to reset my brain after two and a half years of COVID and figuring out a business and, you know, not really having any income. And then all of a sudden having a really good income month and feeling like I wanted to celebrate and reward myself. But what I found was that when I went to Mexico, it wasn't the same. And it wasn't because Mexico wasn't the same, but I wasn't the same person. I wasn't that young, carefree, anything goes 25 year old anymore. I am this business oriented, driven podcaster, self-employed woman with 10 more years of experience in life and education under my belt. And, you know, lived in Australia for seven years after Mexico. And I'm just a totally different person now. And I originally thought maybe I would like to move back to Mexico. It's so much fun. There's so many cool people down there. But what I realized was it's not the same as Canada. I don't have the same infrastructure. I don't have the same support network, the same luxuries of life, of everything working out just as it's supposed to. And obviously the Canadian government is, you know, no angel or anything like that, but One of the nights that we were out in Mexico City, our car, my girlfriend was driving and she doesn't drink alcohol. She's a yoga instructor and wasn't drinking that night. And she drove us home after the party and this was quite late. And the police pulled us over. And the police pulled us over and they were trying to say that she was drinking and that she had been drinking and she totally wasn't. She's like, no, everybody in the car is drinking. That's why it smells like alcohol. And the police were so corrupt that they wouldn't leave us alone until we paid them off and gave them a bribe to let us go. And it was the only way that we were going to get out of that situation. 
And it was a little bit scary because here we are in the middle of the night in Mexico City. The police had us completely surrounded with like three different cars and we had to pay them off just in order to get back to our home. Whereas in Canada, that stuff never happens. And there's just little luxuries of things just working and going to plan like any first world country would appreciate that just makes you realize like life is not all about all these shiny things that we see on the other side. Sometimes it's about the stability and the comfort of our own home or our own surroundings that we have that give us peace and bring us a sense of calmness and, you know, awareness and self-assurance that everything is going to be okay. There's this unknown factor. So there was that that happened and that was a big realization for me. And I just realized that like, that was a phase of my life. That was a chapter of my life that brought some amazing, incredible experiences, but it's not the same as this chapter. Would I move back to Mexico city? No. Like I love, I love visiting there. I still have friends there and I love, you know, going out to eat and, and being embraced in the, or sorry, being immersed in the Latin culture and speaking Spanish. I love speaking Spanish, but from a business and a life perspective, Canada and US and Australia have so much to offer and being in close proximity or being in a first world country is a totally different experience that I am now here for, you know, in my mid thirties, the luxuries of living in a first world country are things that I know and appreciate now. And it was just such a cool revelation because over the winter this year, I was like, oh my God, I hate Vancouver. It's so rainy. It's so miserable. I was really had really bad seasonal depression. And I just realized that, yeah, it sucks that it rains here so much. And 2021 winter was not a normal winter. Obviously we had COVID, we had lots of restrictions. We couldn't travel as much as we normally could. And Canadians are used to traveling and going somewhere warm, at least a little bit over the winter just to break it up. So you're not so, you know, exhausted by the long days or the short days and the cold weather. So, you know, I just realized I went to Playa del Carmen after, and it was hot and muggy and loud and just a party town. And I just don't party that like that anymore. I don't go out and I don't drink and I don't value the same things that I used to value when I was 24 and 25 and living in Mexico and on the beach. And it was just such a cool revelation because this is the first time I've been back to Mexico since 2013 before I moved to Australia. And I had this image in my head that I was going to want to move back and that I was never going to want to come home. But the complete opposite was true. I actually couldn't wait to get back. I couldn't wait to get back into my routine and see my dog and have my car and have air conditioning in my apartment and be able to work from home with fast internet and all these little things that we just take for granted, right? You know, police officers that aren't trying to rob you. And I got home and I swear I needed a holiday from my holiday just to recuperate and relax and um, just get my head back in the game and, and get in the zone again work-wise. And it was actually pretty cool because this is the first time that I've ever come back from a holiday and been excited to go back to work. That's never happened to me when I worked corporate or was an employee. 
I've always dreaded coming home from holidays and had like the post-holiday blues. Whereas this time I was genuinely excited. I felt like I missed my clients. I couldn't wait to catch up with them. I couldn't wait to jump on a podcast again and get back into the swing of things. And what I realized is that Vancouver is not so bad. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's super rainy and super expensive, but we have the ability to travel anywhere from here. We are very centrally located. We're just above Los Angeles for those that aren't geographically aware of Vancouver is. And we can travel anywhere, anytime now that travel is back. And so I just started thinking about what my next 12 months is going to look like. And rather than bitching and complaining about the rainy weather, I can just start planning short or medium length holidays over the winter months so that I can just give myself a break from the rain. And ultimately, this is why I started my own business so that I had the flexibility of going anywhere and working from anywhere and being my own boss. And it was just, I don't know, it was a really cool revelation. It was something that I realized this is why I worked so hard to get to this point and that the grass is not always greener on the other side. Sometimes what we remember of our glory days and when we were in our 20s or 30s or pre-kids or whatever, it's just not our life anymore. And we have this sort of wishing of wanting to get back to our old life, but it's not our old life that serves us. It's our new life and our new responsibilities and our new passions and going to bed early and hanging out with my dog and going for my morning walks and all of that, that really light me up and that really give me energy. So this was a super cool epiphany that I had while I was in Mexico. And I hope that maybe this gives you guys something to think about as well. If you're like, oh my God, this time of my life, I was a totally different person and blah, blah, blah. Before kids, I hear this about you know, people saying this before the kids and don't get me wrong. I don't have kids, so I don't know, but it's just, you know, every phase of our life brings a different level of beauty. And even though it may seem hard or it may seem challenging, every phase of our life was hard and challenging. And it's just about how you look at it and how you appreciate that that phase was a part of your life that was meant to teach you a lesson. It might've included people that are no longer in your life. And all of that is a phase that essentially is shaping who you are today and what you value today. And if you didn't love the things that you're doing now, you wouldn't be doing them. And if you don't love what you're doing now, well, this is your sign to make a change and do something different. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope that gave you some insight into your own life and some of your own thoughts. Thanks for listening. And if you love this episode, please share it to your Instagram story and tag me at sandra.m.joe. I would be forever grateful if you left me a five-star review and sent it to a friend so that I can reach as many people as possible. For more information on my financial coaching and how we can work together, check out my website at sandrajoe.com. And until next time, have a great day and go make that money, honey.